ball casting. First round draft pick. Believe we got stats, kid. Quarterback stacking. 100 yard dashing. So tap in for the action. What teams got traction? What teams are losing? Franchises ruined. Fans in the stand booing. Playing. Welcome to the Sim Podcast Show. I'm your co host, Eric. And I'm always joined by my co-host, Ron. What up, Ron? What's going on? You know what we do? We Every week, we talk about the National Football League. If that's the kind of thing you're interested to, go ahead and subscribe. Otherwise, keep it moving. All right, Ron. We just had week number eight. But before we move into the week number eight, uh, let's talk about the trades that's been happening. And then we'll get into week eight. And then we'll get into week nine. So, Ron. Tell me, what, what's going on with these trades? Big moves, man. I think we all expected, uh, most people expected a quiet uh, Tuesday at the trade deadline, and it's been nothing but a bunch of moves. Uh, teams that are in the mix trying to make a, a run um, for the playoffs uh, or in the playoffs are trading to boost their teams up. And then you got some other teams that are probably in a sell mode like Detroit, uh, Chicago to a certain extent uh, well, looking to, to trade out I want to start with uh, your team they traded Claypool to the Bears uh, what happened why Why do you think does make Chase Claypool go well he I mean they've been reports of him being traded since the offseason um, I think it was just a matter we had too many receivers uh, coming into the season I, I think I've talked about this uh, a lot uh, even with Calvin Austin going down. Uh, we have Sims that has played well, and Claypool kind of struggled a little bit in the slot role, um, executing his uh, the routes that he needed to do. So, um, yeah, I think, it, you know, they weren't going to resign him next year. And I, I think, it you know, for both teams, this is going to work out to be a good trade. I can't believe we got a second-round pick for him. That, I think a lot of people are what, uh, surprised at. Um, but I honestly think that he wasn't playing to his potential. I think he's going to have a, a pretty decent uh, career there in Chicago. Because was he chosen on the first round? Second. Second round. Mm-hmm. So you pretty much got value for value. Yeah. Uh, the other trade, the Lions tight end Hawkinson to the Vikings. What's? I know you told me that the Vikings had lost their tight end to yeah. injury. Irv Smith went down. Um, I think there was a report saying eight to ten weeks. Um, that he's out, so they needed a tight end. The Vikings, like like we, I just said, you know, they are what are they six and one? And they are looking to keep that going. Um, I think they are a team that's probably headed to the playoffs at this point, and they want to make sure that when they get there, there there are no holes that need to be filled. So I think it was a good move for them for sure. Now this trade happened yesterday, but Raquan Smith linebacker for the Bears to the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, is it is it gonna is it gonna help? Is it gonna make it better for the uh, Ravens? Yeah, for sure. Um, Roquan Smith, um, one of the best linebackers in the league in terms of uh, just shared numbers, the tackles. He's a guy that I was hoping the Steelers would make an offer on at some point because he wanted to get out of there. Um, he goes to the Ravens, which you know, not surprising. Uh, seems like all the players that I want for whatever reason end up uh, in Baltimore instead. Um, so that you know, that's a good pickup for for them for sure. I think he's going to make a huge difference, uh, immediate difference to that defense. Um, Chicago wasn't done there, and they gave up their uh, pass rusher to Robert Quinn. So uh, it's it's interesting to see what they're doing. They they're uh, making 
cuts for picks on the defense, but then they picked up Claypool on the offense, uh, I guess, to help their quarterback out a little bit. Yeah, th- I mean, this still, and we talked about it before we came on and started recording that the sophomore QBs are not doing very well this year, and, and Mac Jones included. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if, you know, the second year defenses haven't figured out or they know their weakest and strength, but they're not doing well. I think that with Justin Fields, they're trying to get him some better receivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though that that win against the Patriots, they ran the ball like it was no tomorrow. So yeah, but they, he needs some weapons. They have um, not really in Chicago drafted receivers that well, um, and they need to surround him with some some options to throw too. So I think it was a good move for them and for him uh, and his development and growth. Uh, the other. Uh, running back, he went uh, from the Colts to the Bills. Hines, why? Why do you think that the Bills needed another running back? I don't know. Uh, this one is a little uh, kind of a head scratcher. Uh, so they trade. I think they swap running backs. Zach Moss, if I'm not mistaken, went over to uh, to the Colts. Um, Hines is more of a, I guess, a third down back. He's kind of like a, a cook, which they drafted. So a little bit of a head scratcher here. I don't think they needed another r- running back. I think they were, um, I think they were trying to go after a different running back too, if I'm not mistaken. So, Bills have had tons of running backs. It's not a matter of not having sufficient backs. Um, it's or a matter talent. of using them. Basically. Exactly. It's a matter of actually <laughs> yeah. integrating them yeah. into the it's, offense. It's a matter of calling yeah. plays yes. for the running yes. back. Uh, so it's a little again, it's a head scratcher for me. But whatever they, you know, they feel they need to do. Um, and so be it. But a lot of running backs got traded over the last few days. So you had him going. Uh, I think Jeff Wilson went to Miami. Um, James Robinson went from the Jags uh, to the Jets last week. And then McCaffrey went. So these running backs are being dealt for sure from team to team. Yeah, I mean, this is I mean, this is old because it happened October 27th and we are on November 1st. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony, when... Uh, Daenerys Tony, I'm pronouncing it right, yeah. went from the New York Giants to the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, that's another head scratcher. Another for head me. scratcher, right? Chiefs got a lot of receivers. Um, I don't know if they needed another one, but Kadarius Tony, um, he was drafted in the first round and wasn't a good fit for the Giants. Uh, he wanted to be out of there. Um, so, you know, in, in came the Chiefs. Um, and I, I don't know what that package was for him, but. I think for both teams, um, they were ready to, well, for the Giants, for sure, they were ready to move on. Uh, He'll get a fresh start in Kansas City. And and, um, if he he thinks he was struggling to get targets in in New York, he's going to struggle a lot to get targets in in Kansas City. Yeah, that's a lot of mouths to feed. Mahomes is going to do his thing, but now he's got so many mouths to feed. Mm -hmm. Um, Other than the 49ers trade for McCaffrey, anything else that, you feel that we need to review as far as the trace concerned? Yeah, I mean, you got, so uh, the Finns, the Dolphins mentioned Wilson. They got the running back. They also got Chubb um, from the Broncos. That was a huge uh, trade there, too. So Bradley Chubb comes in, um, and they gave up, the Dolphins gave up a first-round pick for him, too. So uh, I think the Dolphins have given up their first-round picks for Chubb. Tyreek Hill, uh, and there's some other player. So they're they're saying they're all, all these in. picks. Yeah, they're all in. They're all in, but yeah. 
again, you're the you're, you're talking about Tua. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's played well. Got to give him credit. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he's missed some passes here and there, but he's played well. He's got to stay healthy, learn to throw the ball away, not take shots. Um, he beat the Pats. Mm-hmm. He beat the Steelers. So I mean, they are they're you know they are winning. I guess yeah. you can say. Uh, the other uh, trade that it's it kind of went under the radar is it hasn't actually happened, but I guess the Texans are thinking about getting rid of Brandon Cooks, right? Well, it hasn't happened. It's in the trade deadlines ended at four, so that, so it's the keeper then. Yeah, he's a key. They're getting kept or he's getting cut, which and I know he he wanted to move on. I think he tweeted some had some cryptic tweak about not being. Happy to still be on the team, so I don't know what happened with that because it it seemed like you know it was a certain that Brandon Cooks would be dealt. Um, so that didn't happen. What also didn't happen as far as trades, Green Bay didn't get a receiver. So apparently, Green Bay was also in on Claypool. They were giving up a second round pick. Uh, the Bears gave up a second round pick, and the Steelers thought the Bears were going to have a worse record. So. That's why the Steelers went with with that, and, and uh, Packers didn't end up getting a receiver. So, I think they probably felt feel like that that was a, a miss for sure for them. Yeah, I mean, the only, the only <laughs> I was just watching how the Pats didn't do anything in this that the trade line, but then I was thinking like, who who on the Pats squad would you want on your team? That it's tradable, and they really don't have anybody that you can say take this guy for a draft pick or for mm-hmm. money or whatever, or vice versa. So the fact that they remain, st- you know, pat, no move whatsoever, mm-hmm. just I don't know if it helps or I don't know if they, you know, if they think they have a team. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's an odd decision by them. But. Yeah, and more often than not, I think teams look to see not just what who can help for this year, but they're looking at next year and beyond too. Who's finishing up on their contracts, and they'll need to figure out how to resign. Uh, they're looking at like money too, like what they can release and get off of their salary cap and all that stuff too. So there's a lot that goes into to trading players. Um, not surprised though that the Patriots stayed they put i think they have a decent team um so not not at all surprised there the other trade we didn't talk about was calvin ridley by the way getting traded to the jaguars from atlanta um you know he's someone that's suspended for gambling um on football suspended indefinitely so i don't know i know he's missing this entire season i don't know if, if he's able to play next year but um he got traded to the to the jags which is weird because the jags they do have a number one wide receiver already, right? Yeah, I guess Christian Kirk. They paid a lot of money for him. Yeah. So. so it's, you know, maybe this will help the development of uh, Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's pretty much it. It wasn't like, it wasn't, this trade line wasn't like, oh my God, you got the star player. But at the same time, it feel, I feel like the teams that want to go for it all, or at least think they can go for it or made a move mm-hmm. and the team that know that they, this is not their year they didn't make a move at all yeah no I think that the teams that have won the the I would say uh, the trades this year are, are Philly for sure um, and the uh, the Dolphins I think those teams were all in 
Um, and they're all in to, to get in, not just getting into the playoffs, but making a deep run in the playoffs. Uh, you wouldn't give up, you know, all those that draft capital if you didn't think if you weren't confident that you not just get to the playoffs, but you, you're a, a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, and I think that the NFC is so soft this year that you can't really blame the Vikings for going for it and you can't really blame, you know, any other NFC team for mm-hmm. going for it because really no Rodgers, no uh Brady. Well, we don't know about Brady yet because that division mm-hmm. we just talked about Atlanta Falcons are leading the division at 4-4. Four four. Mm-hmm. So it's you know, it's very weak. It's yeah. a very weak uh conference. Yep. Uh so let's let's talk about our over and unders and let's just focus on our three teams uh for this year because we did an over and under prediction at the beginning of the year and let's start with the uh patriots they're still uh eight and a half i went over you went under are you 100 percent confident in that pick um they're four and four right now and I went under, right? So I'm trying to see what what do you have? What final record I had for them? I think it was like seven, uh, seven wins. Right? Uh, the final record I had them at ten and seven. And I had them eight. Looks eight, like eight and nine. Eight and nine, right? Um, and what was the over under? You said eight and a half. They're right there, basically. I still think they'll be at eight. Nothing's. I know they got a pretty easy schedule. They're coming off a win. We didn't talk about this week just yet, but um, I still gonna. I'm gonna put them at eight wins for the season. Well, you say it's an easy schedule, but when I when I looked at it, it's not an easy schedule as you think because they still have to play the Jets, which we'll talk about it when we do our our reviews. They still have to play the Vikings. They have to play the Buffalo Bills twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Cardinals and the Raiders, I think those are cupcake games, but we'll see. And they still have to play the Dolphins. So, I mean, that's a tough, tough four, four or five games. The other two, not so much. But, I mean, I think, I think you might be right. I think this is going to be like a 500 team. Mm-hmm. Um, but can you get in with a 9-8 record? Yes, I think so. I think so too. So mm-hmm. I think that if they get to nine wing, nine wins, they're not going to be over that uh, as far as a 10, 10 and seven that I predicted. But they'll get into playoffs. Okay, the other team is your team, the Steelers. Seven and a half. I went under. You went over. How confident are you? Right now, not confident at all. So. At this point in the season, I think I had them five and three, and they're um, what are they? Uh, two and two and six. Um, so yeah, it's not gonna. They're not gonna get to to seven wins or eight wins or nine wins. I think you're probably looking even with T.J. Watt coming back, you, they, they'll probably get to like six wins. To be honest with you, they're still um, they have no identity on offense. There's still a lot of questions there. Um, Pickett. You know, being a rookie, though, has a lot to learn, obviously, the way he's uh, performing. Matt Canada still being the coordinator, not fired. I was hoping he got fired today. That didn't happen. So um, I think we get to six wins, and, and that's about it. 
with, with TJ. Yeah, and I think I predicted six wins for the season for the Steelers. Let me see real quick. Uh, no, I actually predicted seven wins for mm-hmm. them. So, you know, it depends on TJ Watt. If TJ Watt wants to come back and play for this team and, you know, sack and all that stuff. But, again, you're not going to do it averaging 10 points a game. Mm-hmm. Just not. So I'm going to stick to my uh, under for that. They're not going to win seven and a half games. Uh, The other team is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Eleven and a half. I went over. You went under. They're currently sitting there at three and five. Is that right? Uh, Let's see. They are at. They're at three and five. And interestingly, I had them at three and five. Just looking back at um, what I had for this year in terms of like the schedule, I had them at three and five, and I, then I had them losing this week. So starting off three and six, I said they'd start slow and finish strong, uh, finish out at ten and seven, still being under that eleven point over under. Um, I don't know if they're going to finish strong anymore. They don't look. Uh, I don't know. They just don't look like themselves at all. I don't think they're going to be able to turn it around like they did last year and the year before that. Um, now that the division is extremely weak, so they can still make it into the playoffs with like eight or nine wins. Uh, it looks like, but um, they're not getting to the 10. I don't think. Yeah. I had them at five and three at the break of the bye week for them. Anyways, uh, it, again, it looks like, they're not going to make that. Um, there's still one game to go against Seattle. No, November 6th. So they still got one game to go against Los Angeles Rams. And the Rams are not looking good either. Mm-hmm. So, And I gave them a loss in that game. But then again, I'm not even going to change that. I think that they still lose that game. Yeah, and then they got Seattle after that. And Seattle's looking good. Yeah. And I just... They're definitely not going to win 13 games, and I'm not even sure about the division. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even sure that they if can they do that. If they win the division? Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. not even sure. I think the Bucks are, unless they have a miraculous turnaround mm-hmm. during the bye week, I don't think that they are going to win that division. That's still up for grabs, so. I think that uh, Arthur Smith has finally figured out how to use Mariota. And even though his defense is not great, I think he can he can get by by scoring points. And that's the MO with the Atlanta Falcons is that they can score a lot of points. So if they can outscore uh, the Saints and they can outscore Carolina, and they can definitely outscore the Bucks because we they sure not averaging 30 points like they did last year. Yeah. So basically, we... Uh, Basically, so far, the only one that's a big, big letdown has been the Bucks. But then you and I, we differ on the Bucks, and then we differ on the Steelers. But well, we know that the Steelers are not going to make it. So do you think the Bucks are a playoff team? Yeah, I think they're going to make it. Yeah? They make it the division or they make it in the playoffs? They make it into the playoffs um, just because the division is terrible. They'll probably be right around 500 or just under 500 and still make it somehow. Yeah, I mean, this this whole thing about parity and giving an extra playoff slot, I don't know if that was a good idea. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if you want bad teams in the playoffs just to say, oh, yeah, we made it. We made it into the playoffs. Yeah. This just, I just feel like that is a very, very bad idea. All right, let's go into week number eight review because. Hey, before before we get there, any surprises you think you want to talk about um, at the midway point? I mean, which conference do you want to talk about? Because I feel like NFC has a lot of surprises. AFC has a lot of letdowns. Yeah, AFC, I guess uh, the letdown for me would probably be the Raiders at 2-5. and five. That's the biggest letdown. And, and then the Steelers, obviously, at 2-6. and six. But uh, outside of those two teams, well, I, the Jets are 5-3 and three and playing well. That's a little bit of a surprise. Uh, but outside of those three teams, um, the rest is pretty much falling what to what I had expected, I think, uh, from the AFC. The biggest surprises, to your point, has been in the NFC, uh, with the Giants being 6-2. and two. I think we had them at like five wins or something like that. Yeah, I mean, the AFC is, turn, is turning out exactly how I predicted. Mm-hmm. First-year coaches are not going to get a lot of victories. Raiders, Jaguars, even though Miami is kind of like changing that, but I don't know how long that's going to last with Tua. NFC, tons of surprise. You know me, New York Giants, I mean, who would ever predict that? Yeah. Uh, Minnesota Vikings. They're Six and one right now. They're almost with the Eagles. They're unbeatable. And then... You know, Seattle's Seahawks. I mean, come on. Geno Smith. <laughs> yeah. I, we were talking about how he should retire. Why are you even <laughs> playing Geno Smith? Yeah. And he's talking about flat earth and I don't like the riding right back and all this stuff. I mean, I would say that the biggest letdown in the NFC is the LA Rams. Yeah. Because they just won the Super Bowl and... It almost exactly the same team. The only difference is OBJ is not there. I know Stafford is hurt, but I mean, what Cup and Cup is hurt too now, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, so we'll see how how injured he is. I don't think we've seen a report just yet, but that that'll be huge. But they're, I mean, they're three and four right now. They're not completely out of it um, yet. But yeah, I, I think if you were to say the Seahawks would be a couple games in front of them midway point in the season I think we'd we'd all be surprised I mean they have the second worst point differential in the NFC they're minus 39 point they're just one above the uh, Detroit Lions who are minus 52 but I mean that is that is a horrible defense so I don't know if they can turn this around because I don't know if their defense is any good I don't know if you know, the full Unanimous just smacked them last week. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I don't know if they can turn it around. Um, yeah, I just, just disappointing. I would hate to be LA, LA Rams fan right now. You still, um, who did you have in the Super Bowl? So in the Super Bowl, I had the Chiefs and the Bucks. And from what I'm seeing right now, the Bucks are not going to make it to the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Um, I think it's going to be the either the Eagles or the Vikings making it to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, I still want to stick to the Chiefs winning. Yeah. So I got, I had the uh, Eagles. I, I 
I thought they were going to be this good. They were all in from the off season. Um, so I thought they would make a run um, and get to the Super Bowl. And then I had the Bills. And the Bills, um, I think they're one of the best teams. I still think that they can uh, beat just about every team if they play their absolute best. So I think I'm pretty feel pretty good about both of those teams. Um, Bills, well, I, yeah, I don't think the Eagles are going to have it easy. You know, regardless of them being undefeated, I, they can't sleep on teams in their division just yet. Uh, the Cowboys seem to be playing well. The Giants, the Giants don't have a lot, but you know, the Giants are six, at six and two. Can have one schedule. of those games, you know, where they knock knock you out, you know. So the schedule is so easy. Mm-hmm. You can see them being, you know, in the number three or number four spot when it comes to the playoffs. Yeah, as far as um, ranking, I mean. Obviously, the division's winner gets, you know, gets first first dibs. But I can see them being like, I don't see them having a home game, but I can see them winning, winning, winning away game. Yeah, yeah, they they might sneak one yeah. and beat some team they're not supposed to in the exactly, playoffs. Exactly. Yeah. So nothing's gonna be easy, but I, I I feel pretty confident about those two teams. I'm not surprised there at all. I am surprised about the Bucks. Um, even though I said they start off slow, I'm surprised how how poorly they're playing and they're. Doesn't look like they might compete. Um, you know, we'll see how the rest of the season go uh, goes for sure. Um, that that surprises me. Um, but you know, out, outside of that, I, I think you know we still got a lot of football left. Still, you know, things can change completely. Um, and who knows? Maybe Bucks turn it around. They end up in the Super Bowl, like you said. Who knows? I mean. We can we can we can dream, right? We can dream if if the Brady finalizes a divorce and all that stuff. Yeah, it finally gets back to uh, football. Thinking about football all the time. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's our mid mid season review. Next week we'll do our awards really quick. If we need to change anything, or mm-hmm. we're gonna stay with our picks. Uh, but let's let's move on to week number eight. Uh, so the Steelers against the Eagles, they got annihilated. Uh, Ron, what did you feel like this team did wrong? Um, everything. We didn't do anything right at all. We couldn't run the ball outside of a couple draw plays. Um, we couldn't pass protect. Uh, Kenny Pickett took a lot of shots. He didn't play well, missed some throws, uh, missed some reads. Um, defensively, we gave up the big play multiple times AJ Brown killed us uh, for, for three huge touchdown throws and we were in position to make a play we just couldn't do it uh, nothing went well um, this game it was disappointing for sure um, I thought after the game uh, heading into a bye week we would this would be a perfect opportunity for us to make a change uh, with our coordinator it hasn't happened yet sitting here at Tuesday at nine o'clock at, you know nothing's happened yet so you got rid of Claypool, but not Matt Canada. Yeah, yeah, we got rid of Claypool. We picked up a, a cornerback, um, but Matt Canada, and you know the struggles that we have with our offense. So that looks like it's going to continue for the rest of the season, which is unfortunately, you know, we're sitting at last place in terms of offense. Um, and this is you and I had talked. We were trading some texts back and forth about Mike Tomlin and his, uh, I don't know. Unwillingness to make a move. Um, I don't know what you would call it, but 
you know, it's just disappointing. That's the only thing I can say. It's disappointing. Um, and I think if he, I get that he gets has a rookie quarterback, and you know, leash is going to be a little bit loose for him. But if he thinks he can go this whole season and play, you know, the team not perform well, players speaking out against Pittsburgh like they've been doing the entire season, um, it would not shock me at all if if the Rooneys decide to like make a move. Well, you know me. I normally I wouldn't be pro Steelers, but I I I like Mike Tomlin. I think that he has history behind him. He has the the wins behind him. I think that I would rather see him quit the Steelers, which we know he's not going to do, mm-hmm. than get fired. I think that yes, you do definitely need a better offense coordinator than Matt Canada, but I don't think that you should. You guys should let Mike Tomlin go. I guess my problem with it, with him, is I don't want to hear you talk about consequences, um, especially for the players if they're not performing well. If there's no consequences for the coaches and coordinators when they're not doing their part. Um, I, I think that's what's leading to the frustration in the locker room, not just losing, but the players themselves... They, they know they've spoken out openly about their offense and, and lack of identity. Um, if Big Ben has talked about it for the past like two, you know, two years or whatever. I mean, if, if everyone's pointing the finger at Mike Can- Matt Canada and you, you as the head coach, you're the one who brought him on. You're unwilling to to make a move at this point. We didn't talk about this at the beginnings, but coordinators got fired today. Coaches got fired today. Um, I think it was the Colts uh, coordinator got fired. Yeah, I think Detroit, yep. Detroit coach. Other teams are making moves that they're supposed to make because the you know the coaches on their team didn't perform well. Why is it that Mike is getting a pass uh, for over the last four years with poor hiring? I, I don't, I don't, I don't get that. Well, and I, I asked you this. Uh, the, like when we went to that Pittsburgh game against the Patriots, I asked them who ultimately does the hiring. Is the Rooney's or is it Mike Tomlin? Oh, it's all Mike Tomlin. He has full control. So, not, I and not just like, the hiring, like the uh, from the you know who they draft and everything. He has. Well, I, then he should just bite the bullet and say, "I made a mistake with Matt Canada." That's that's what I'm talking about. This is a good opportunity for him to say, "Hey, we made a mistake." Uh, with Matt Canada, everyone knows it. You know, um, let's just cut the cord and move on. Because I think with keeping him, the only thing you're doing is preventing the offense from from developing, preventing Kenny Pickett from developing, preventing preventing Najee from from developing. These are young guys that are in their prime, uh, and this is the you know their important years. You can't waste it with a coordinator who doesn't belong in the NFL. Well, you have a bye week this week, so let's you know, don't don't give up hope. I guess is what I'm saying. Well, yeah, I it, mean the season's it over. Happen, it's right? just what are we doing for development at this point? That's what I'm a little bit frustrated with. All right, so let's talk about the Patriots and Jets because this game I actually missed live because I went to a wedding and there was a lot of Giants fans. There was a lot of uh, Dolphin fans, not many Patriots fans. Uh, and when I, at the end of the game, when I, yes, the Patriots won, nobody celebrated with me. And <laughs> that's okay. That's fine. That's that's going to happen down in Florida. Uh, so you picked the Jets to win 22 to 17. Mm-hmm. 
I picked New England to win 28 to 21. Uh, in your estimation, why did the Patriots pull this one out? I had the score right, right? Just the teams reversed. Mm-hmm. Um, three interceptions by Zach Wilson. Again, I don't, you know, one one week he looks okay. Next week, you know, he's he got all these turnovers. Um, and I'll go back to what I said. I've been saying repeatedly about NFL teams and the way they scout quarterbacks. No team, most teams, I say like 90% of the team have no idea what they're doing. Uh, if they did, you wouldn't see Zach Wilson get being the, you know, one of the top quarterbacks pick. You wouldn't see the kid in in San Francisco being one of the top quarterback pick. You wouldn't see any of these guys going, you know, when they're in the first round. In the first round, when they're not yeah, supposed yeah. to. I can see one or two quarterbacks every year, not like five, six, or seven. This year was the first the first year I think. Okay, Kenny Pickett. He went in the first round. Was late in the first round, right where he probably should have went. And then nothing after that for like a few rounds. I think that was like perfectly executed. But previously, I mean, you had all these quarterbacks um, that were taken in the first round and have looked horrible. Um, so, you know, the Jets on their five and three, they got sitting with a quarterback. I don't know. They trust very well. Um, and, you know, I didn't get to watch a lot of this game at all. I was really focused on the Steelers, but. Uh, this was a big game, I think, for the Jets um, and a big game for the Patriots, too. Obviously, they're getting back on track now at four and four and uh, big game for Mac Jones. I'm glad, honestly, personally, uh, that Mac played pretty well. Um, so we can kind of hopefully end this any conversation about quarterback controversy. Maybe he hasn't done it just yet because he was just he was OK. But uh, I don't want to hear any more about Zappi and Mac Jones. Um well, I never heard. I never really. I wasn't team sappy to begin with. That he had sappy fever, like they said. And I saw this game on a replay because, again, I was at a wedding. But you know, the defense, the defense, and Bill Belichick won this game. It wasn't anything that the offensive, offensive Patriots did on that side because mm-hmm. the offensive line was awful. They gave up six sacks. Mac Jones was okay, but he was running for his life half the time. You know, he didn't slide when he was supposed to. He didn't go out of bounds when he was supposed to. Uh, the only bright spot that, to me, that I saw was Ramondre Stevenson. I mean, that guy is a stud. Mm-hmm. And apparently now he can catch the ball out of the backfield. So he is, I mean, praises to him. I think you talk about Bill Belichick and not drafting players. This was a draftee. Yeah. So I think he had a home run with that guy. But then, you know, everything else just bad penalties. Even though they played a pretty clean uh, second half, there were no turnovers. There were minimal penalties. And then Zach Wilson did Zach Wilson things. Mm-hmm. It's that whole, you know, second year sophomore quarterback. It's just. Yeah. They don't play well, and then this was the cherry on top. You know, he went to the post-conference, and he said, we'll see these guys in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. said, you, just, you are a second-year quarterback, and you're talking smack. What's the number one thing that you're not supposed to do in the NFL? Put bulletin board material for the it's other team. Especially against, the you know, Bill Belichick. You, know, you know that it's going to be on their minds. 
when they play the Jets. So if I was Robert Sala, which I'm not, but if I was him, I would take Zach Wilson and be like, why did you say that? Why did you act all tough with that baby face in front of the studios, in front of the camp? Yeah. Uh, I just say, you know, this was a huge game. Got us back to 500. Yeah. But overall, this team still doesn't doesn't know what it wants to do, whether it's a running team, whether it's a passing team, whether Mac Jones can make decisions. I know that Joe Judge was complimenting, you know, Mac Jones left and right. But, I mean, he had a 79 QB rating. It's just... He played okay. Yeah. He played okay. It's just... He got the win. He That's, got the win. That's yeah. all that counts. But it wasn't like... You're not... Basically, what I'm saying is that in this team, if it makes the playoffs with nine wins, ten wins, it's going to be like a one and done. I don't think that... You know, we talked about the Giants and we talked about, oh, they might surprise them. I don't think this team is going to surprise anybody. Un- unless... You know, the offensive line gets wiser, which they're not. Right. I mean, Cole Strange, he had like three penalties in the first half. He got benched. He didn't play any of the second half. (laughs) So it's just, you know, your number one pick getting benched, he'll get better, but it's just not a good sign. I don't, I just don't see this team, you know, making the strides that it's supposed to. Uh, Again, I'm glad we beat the Jazz because they were talking a lot of smack. And this makes it 14 games in a row that yeah, we beat well, the Jets. We definitely own them. Listen, the Jets 5-3 and three right now. Guess who they got next? They got Buffalo <laughs> and then the Patri- you know, Patriots again. So uh, They could they, they can go on a three-game losing streak. Right. Basically. Yeah. 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 So. yeah, I'm not worried about the Jets. I think the Buffalo Bills and the Miami are the two, two teams that in this division that they should take care of. Uh, our upset special, it did not go well for both of us. We picked uh, Arizona over Minnesota, and apparently Arizona did not come to play. Even though, I mean, they scored some points. The final score was 34-27. So what went wrong in this game? Yeah, another game I didn't really get to watch much. Um, I, if they're giving up 34 points, the, the defense didn't play well, I would imagine. Um so uh, I know I, I need to probably need to go back and take a look to see specifically what went wrong. Um, but just looking at like some of the stats, you know, two interceptions by Kyler Murray offensively, and then again just giving up, you know, a, a ton of rushing yards to, uh, to Dalvin Cook and Madison, not stopping the run at all. Kirk Cousins looked pretty good, uh, you know, throwing the ball too. Didn't look like Cardinals played any defense apparently. No, this was not an upset special. This was a uh, upset not special because Arizona is, you know, usually at home, Arizona is not that good. And on the road, they're better. But on the road, I mean, that's horrible. They're two and two, three and five overall. It's just, I don't know. It's just, should we give up on Calamari? Do you think Arizona is a playoff team? What is what's their record right now? It's three and five. Um, I'm not going to give up on them just yet because Hopkins is you know he's back now looking like his old self. So you know we'll 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 see. And their offense they're scoring right. It's just can they fix their defense? I'm not going to give up on uh, 
give up on them just yet. Um, I'm I'm gonna throw the flag on them. I'm gonna give up on them because I think that division, Seattle is good. The San Francisco is good. I don't think Arizona can beat those two teams. So I'm, I'm giving up on them. I'm giving up on them and the Rams. Mm-hmm. I don't think they they're that good. So let's go on to week number nine. The Pittsburgh Steelers are not gonna play this week, so you should be happy about that. Mm-hmm. But the Bucks are playing. Uh, the Bucks are playing the LA Rams. Uh, Ron, what did you give them the predictions? Final score. All right. So the the Bucks favored by three over under forty three right now. Um, I have the Bucks losing twenty four to twenty. Um, so slightly going over. Uh, but and the the uh, the Rams uh, winning. See, I went the other way. I actually don't think that they're gonna make forty three points. I don't think the Rams can score a lot of points. Uh, I think the Bucks might win this. I know initially I gave them a loss, but I think that they're gonna win twenty one to thirteen. I think this is this is a road game or a home game. Um, I don't know, but I think the other big thing is gonna be if the health of Cooper Cup, right? Rams probably have no chance if Cup's not playing. Yeah, and. <laughs> It's, I don't think Stafford is 100%. I think mm-hmm. that he's going out there, he's being, you know, the superhero, and he's playing to the pain. But, yeah, I, this is actually at home. It's in Tampa. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that matters really that much, but I I think that they'll pull this game off. I think that the defense is going to show up and uh, actually stop the Rams. That's why I give them 13 points. Uh, the other game is uh, the Indianapolis Colts at New England Patriots. Uh, the Patriots are favored by five and a half. What did you give them, Ron? Yeah, so I got the Patriots scoring 24, uh, Colts 17. So Patriots continuing their win streak. Um, I think they, I mean, the Colts bench Matt Ryan and went to Edinger, I think his name is. Um, Patriots, if they're a decent team, they got to be able to beat the Colts. Yeah, I give them a 17-21 with the Patriots on top. I think this is going to be a closer game. I don't know what what you'll get out of Mac Jones. I, I feel like I feel like he's the he's the the train that could, but it's like what what are you getting out of him? This so are time? you moving? Are they going to move on from him then? At some no, point? I think that this is kind of like an experimental year. It's like developing year. It's like Mac Jones. Can you? Can we like take you? T- let you take risk? Can you like make a long throw? Can you? You know, it's. I think his decision making is okay, uh, but whether or not he can make those throws, whether or not he can pick out good receivers. Again, we don't. Bill Belichick doesn't need a superstar to be a QB. I think that he's trying to be one, but all you have to do is manage the game. Right. Oh, you don't have to be a superstar. Yeah. And I think that with Sappy, the thing that the the crowd love, New England love about Sappy is that he wasn't trying to do too much. Mm-hmm. Oh, that guy was open. Let me hit him. Oh, the, oh, the running backs open. Let me hit him. 
I think Mac Jones is trying to do too much. So mm. again, I think this is going to be a low scoring game. I think it's going to be they're going to go over the four. They're going to go under the forty and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they should still win this game, twenty one to seventeen. Uh, what did you pick for your upset special? This one was tough. Not a lot of um, teams favored by like three and a half area. I think it was either like really close or you had some some huge spreads. I went with the uh, Green Bay Detroit games. Games in Detroit. Green Bay favored by three and a half. Um, over under forty nine. I went with uh, Detroit winning twenty three to twenty. Uh, I went with uh, Carolina over Cincinnati 24 to 21 because Cincinnati looked bad against yeah. the Browns. I mean, they looked horrible. The offensive line looked horrible. I think Carolina has a def- decent defense. I don't know if it's as good as the Browns, but I don't this Cincinnati team doesn't impress me. I feel like Joe Burrow's Joe Burrow's is a stud. The receivers are studs, but again, what what good is it passing if you're on the ground? Yeah, so Cincinnati, I mean, I think this is a mirror image of how they played last year. There was nothing really impress, impressive with them during the season, right? It was just like they made it to the playoffs, and then all of a sudden, like, the light bulb went off and they clicked. Um, they're an average team, and I've been saying this for a while, you know, I... I, I think they're they're a good team, but you know, not necessarily anything special. Um, so yeah, I, I can see that upset happening. I say the same thing for Green Bay too. Uh, Green Bay, it wouldn't shock me with all the stuff that's going on with their offense, especially now that they weren't able to get a receiver. Um, you know, with the uh, with the trade deadline here, it wouldn't shock me with that if they lose to uh, Detroit. It wouldn't shock me, but Detroit's defense is so bad. I mean, I can see them. I can see them actually going on the over because their defense is so bad. It's just, again, that's going to be Green Bay is playing so bad that maybe they need Detroit <laughs> to like freshen up to like. Oh, be careful what you wish for. Detroit run. put up 27 points this week against the Dolphins. So, be careful. You know, with what you wish for, and and golf actually looked pretty decent in that game. So, well, he plays better when he's at home, and this is a home game, right? I think so. Yeah, I think this is home. So he plays better when you know he's under the roof, and there's no uh, natural elements affecting him. So yeah, that's gonna be our upset special for the week. The other thing that I did was I did our main season scoring total for the year. And you're actually up by 1.18 to 17. You have a 600 winning percentage and I have a 560. So we're pretty neck and neck there, right? Yeah, I think we've done a pretty good job calling the uh, or making our picks uh, for the year. These aren't against the spread or anything, uh, but. Yeah, we're not professionals. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> I don't even know hey, what that would look like. Yeah, 60%. You know, isn't too bad, um, and I think just think thinking to our teams again. I, I I thought the Steelers would be better. Again, I thought they would be a five and three at this point. They're two and six, so I obviously missed missed some of those. Um, but Tampa is what I had expected them to be. You know, in terms of their record this this time of year, and the Patriots are for the most part are, are 
where I thought they would they would be beginning of the year. So yeah, I think I think that's pretty good. I mean, I know when I was doing this up when I was adding all the scores, you actually took a goose egg on week number seven, hmm. and that's the week that you double dip. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You took a big goose egg. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. So I, I see that. I see what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. So from now on, uh, try not to take a goose egg. Keep your score up. Yeah, yeah. Um, Got to. So we like to thank those listening. Please subscribe. Uh, please listen to our old podcast because this is only season two, but our season one, you can also listen to them. I don't know why you would because <laughs> that's a 2021 season. Yeah. But if you uh, if you're bored out of your mind, you know what to do. Yeah, you just want to hear some people. Yeah, two guys, two guys talking about talking football. about football. Yeah. So in that note, uh, you got anything else to add? No, man. Uh, let's have a good week nine. I'm glad my team is on the bye week. Uh, thank you again for everyone's support. Hope all your teams. Uh, play well um, and you have something to look forward to this weekend yeah next week we'll do our awards uh, for our picks if we're going to change them and then uh, we'll do our week 9 review and week 10 preview so on that note I say peace peace hey guys thanks again for watching Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe any questions or comments feel free to hit us up on uh, shut your mouth podcast at gmail.com that's shut ym podcast at gmail.com you can also hit us on twitter or on instagram at sym podcast thanks again